0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Ed is A.M. Springfield. I was thinking about what I'm going to ask you, and I almost said, thank you, buddy, to Karen Gedros. That would have been totally inappropriate. <laughs> Alderman Donlin, good morning. Well, good morning. How are why, you? Why are you here?
0: I'm here because Mark <laughs> Savaggio yes. couldn't be here, right? You know what? A, but think about this: uh, we are so fortunate to have a, a, a company and people like the Savagio and Savaggio Steel no as a part of Springfield. The things they do for this community, quietly behind the scenes, mm-hmm. let alone being mega employers, and and the things they do structurally throughout the community in the Midwest. This is uh this is an honor to be involved with them.
1: You had a birthday coming up, or had one, or something?
0: I, I had a birthday back in September. It's been September. a while ago. Yeah. I'm getting, thanks for us, so staying why up are, on things. Well, I
1: tried. You <laughs> didn't get the gift, evidently. Uh, Waiting for the card. It's there. Uh, I <laughs> didn't put a stamp on it. And <laughs> cash and return to I think it's still, still at the it. store, isn't Absolutely, it? yeah. <laughs> All right. Audubon and you've got health you know, you, oh. great, great say, Sam. What would you say about conversations when you know we're getting old? I, I loved
0: it, you, and it's true. A board member of mine said this to me one day. He said, "If if the first ten minutes of a conversation, Jim, he goes, if it goes, if it's all about health, he goes, you know, you're getting old." <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you sat down and we start talking <laughs> yes, about it. Yes, yes, we did indeed, I, didn't I we?
0: Gosh,
1: I had forgotten. No, I didn't forget, but I always didn't know that was close. That your dad, who tragically passed away at a very young age, fifty-nine, how the Donlan family is Springfield, 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 yep. but yet there was a contingent that ended up in Lincoln, Illinois. Yeah, my 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 dad's family,
0: my my dad's mother, grandmother's family, they're all from Springfield. Well, I think I'm sixth generation. However, my grandfather was a butcher, and then for a period of time, he worked in Lincoln at a grocery store. And my grandmother worked for the Illinois Senate, and she would travel back and forth from Lincoln every day, Old oh 66. Gosh. Yeah. And uh, I, I've heard at times that she would uh, not abide by the speed limit. Of course. <laughs> and, uh, but my dad and his uh, brothers and sisters, they grew up primarily, uh, went to grade school and high school. My dad, well, I least, had uh, your dad
1: a student in 1969. Yep. That's right. And, and I don't want to go down this road too much, but you reminded me. I said, okay, uh, he had a, another uh, sibling named Barb Donnellan, right and there's kind of a story. I think she probably graduated 71, 72, somewhere in there. That sounds about right. All right. Yep. What was the story about Barb? Because I, I've asked you this before, and, yeah. and you Yeah, told it's my, me. my
0: dad, John, the oldest, and then Barb, and then Paul, and then Tommy. Mm-hmm. We still call him Tommy. Right. And uh, Barb, when she was probably in her early 20s, went down to New Orleans and uh the long story short is they never saw her again eventually she just disappeared and and uh is still missing it's just a oh terrible tragic gosh. awful story was she yeah.
1: working down there Do you yeah know? she
0: worked down there had a boyfriend and there's there's more more to the story than i'm going to tell today Understand. on the radio but it was my grandfather he had, he at one time went he hired private investigators of course had law enforcement involved and he went down uh he took the train down back in the day and you know,
1: went basically door to door trying to find her. It was just, it's just a terrible thing. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I had remembered that a little bit of that story and I, it's been a long time. All right, City of Springfield, let's start with Shields. Uh, good to go. You're optimistic. I think everybody is. The well, door's
0: being moved. I'm extremely optimistic. And what is going to ultimately happen out there is going to be a game changer for this community. Pun intended. This is going to be, I mean, we're going, you know, I have family members and friends that travel through, uh, you know, volleyball. Uh, my brother his my nephews they do uh competitive baseball softball uh, other friends and uh i remember a good friend of mine uh, he said Scott Seller he said early in the year this year he said jim i've been in bettendorf iowa three times already and this is like april mm-hmm. and it's all because they have these facilities and he goes you know when you go of course you don't go and come back you're the there man. thursday through sometimes thursday through sunday and you're spending money at restaurants spending you're know, staying in hotels and and that's what we're going to see out here. We are, We just learned, uh, I learned at least a, a Tuesday night, that there's another hotel going up already out there.
1: In that area. Yeah. I, I think the whole area, you know, I, I think in 2011 when they opened, and I've told this story, Allison and I had been to the grand opening and we're coming down, and and, and again – a lot of this, you were very much involved with getting that development here in Springfield. And we'll talk, I want to talk about that because that's important, Uh, the Shields development and Mayor Davlin and you being the administrative assistant. But as we were leaving in 2011, in June, I said, Alice, I said, within five years, this place is all going to be built up from here all the way back to Wabash Avenue, both sides. Didn't materialize. Uh, The the economy went south and things like that. And outlet malls became not in, so on and so forth this is a great chance to recoup and i think it may be i may be 10 15 years late by the time this thing happens getting built up i'm talking about but it's a hot piece of property right now i would think between wabash and all the way to the interstate
0: i think it is and it's only going to get warmer and hotter and and you're going to you're going to see uh, once this thing's up and running hotel rooms throughout the community and probably even neighboring communities are going to be full this is going to going to be something again it's a game changer um, you know, the uh, you're right. When she, We're lucky that Shields even, that project even happened. Because remember, the Great Recession started in 2008, 8, yes. 9, and then yes. a few years after, and, and retail slowed down. Yes, any developer in town here that's involved with that, they'll tell you that it was not an easy time. And, uh, you know, the, the malls as we think of them are no longer the same. Uh, even outlet malls, like you, as you mentioned, uh, those things have gone not entirely by the wayside, but they're just different now. There's so much online shopping,
1: and uh, people just do things differently. So we have to adjust. Did somebody in the administration, Tim, you, Mayor Davlin, you, or whatever, did somebody see a shield somewhere and say, "Gee"? I- How, I mean, they just all of a sudden, you guys just didn't call somebody and say, come to Springfield, Illinois. Maybe you did.
0: I I don't remember specifically uh, how they came about. I do remember Mike Farmer, who was the economic development director, coming to our office and explaining to us about SHIELDS and what they're about and where they are and so forth. And and the mayor was intricately involved in that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, Let's talk about the present city council. Um, Let's do it. Well, you're still trying to find their role, and so on and so forth. I don't know. I, I don't get to watch it as much as I used to because of a different cable carrier. But uh, what's the chemistry like?
0: I think the chemistry is good. We have people from diverse backgrounds. We have individuals. Some are retired. Some are still working. Uh, we have men, women. Uh, it's it's a good, it's a good council. Uh, we have a new mayor. Uh, I, I like to characterize it as when we all came on board, it was like hitting the reset button, at least for me. I've been on the council for a couple of terms already. And uh, I enjoy, I enjoy it. I do, and I think we're making a difference. Um, I think at times we, uh, when we have long debates, it's because we need to, and really that's a good thing if you think about it. That's why we have, uh, you know, the opportunity not only as a council to talk about things, but for the public to come in and talk about whatever issue it is. But uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just, it's just, a, it's, a, it's different than it was before, in, in, a, in a good way.
1: Uh, it, 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 the you like the automatic form of government, I, I understand that, and yet, how do we make sure that somebody doesn't become too parochial and only care about their particular ward and to hell with the rest of the city?
0: Well, I think that's why you need six votes, and and, and, that's, you know, and, and the preponderance of the council will, make, will uh, help make sure that the city's needs as a whole are met.
1: How challenging can it be not to get personal?
0: Um, I don't think it's challenging. I, I think, you know, but you
1: don't. But some. Well,
0: I, I think what you do is you have, you have to think about what's in the interest of uh, not only your ward but the city as a whole, and uh, you debate things, and you just can't take them personal. That's easy to say. Sometimes you do, but and we've gotten heated. I've gotten heated with friends at times, and and that's but that's why we're there, right?
1: I guess <laughs> to get to resolve issues. And, yeah. and the, the one thing I hope, and I think everybody strives for. It's okay to disagree on the council floor, but right. when you walk out the door. You've
0: got to let it go. Absolutely. Just like Absolutely. the song, let it go. Let it go. I'm and I'm not going to sing it either. Any day now. Uh- <laughs> you know, one of the things I like about it the most, and no. it's, it's not, I, I, It was funny, when I'm walking neighborhoods, I, I tell the people at the door, I, you know, the, the, what happens downtown is kind of, it's part of the job. It's what happens in the neighborhoods. It's filling the potholes. It's making sure the sidewalks, the drainage issues. Heck, I had this, an interesting one the other day. Lady texts me, and she said, "I had this traumatic experience. lived way out west." She said, "I opened up my uh, toilet, and there was a mouse in there." Hello. And she said, "My neighbor said you need to call your alderman." <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know. If, I don't a trap or what. I don't know if it's because it involved the toilet itself, or be, anyway. Anyway, so I, I reached out to Public Works, and they're going to, believe it or not, bait the some of the area. I, I, I don't ask me the details, but. And I was shocked, oh but my. I pledged to look into that. it. I never heard of it either, and I hope I never do personally. <laughs> or never
1: see it. Hey, uh, the airport's in your in your ward.
0: Absolutely it is. You've
1: got to be pleased what's going oh, on I'm out there. I'm
0: extremely excited. I, I think the airport authority, the airport staff, Mark Hanna and his team, the uh, Ryan McCrady and his group, uh, the Growth Alliance, that partnership, to make sure that we were able to get Breeze Airways here is awesome. This is going to, I mean, think about it. We now have are going to have a direct flight not only to Orlando but Tampa, and they're starting them up, guess what, in the colder months. Yes. And uh, my wife and I have already booked uh, one trip for early next year, just a weekend trip. We're going to give it a shot. We have some family down there, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, if you go out to the airport, just physically look at the terminal. I'm proud of beautiful. it. Beautiful! Oh my god, it is gosh. beautiful. Fantastic. Easy really to is. get in and out of. Yep. It's free parking. What what a what a great thing to have here, and let alone the, the Allegiant flight. And hopefully we get more.
1: You know, overall, and getting away from the airport just a minute. Yeah. Um But I really sense, and I mean this sincerely, since the Shields thing looks like it's going to be a reality, and there are some other things happening around town. I really sense a, almost a new spirit in Springfield. Maybe, and I'm not. This is not a shot at previous administrations. Right. Maybe just a change. But it appears to be at the moment. That there's a, there's an excitement or some optimism that I've not sensed for a while. I, I
0: agree wholeheartedly. Let's think about this. You guys would allude to it every day on the radio. Not every day, but most. You know, most weeks. Um, oh, is it going to happen? Yeah, and it's failed out there before. There was so, there was this pessimism pessimism about and that it project. It permeated the whole city. It absolutely did. And now that things are moving, and now that things are going to happen, I, I agree with you. And uh, it's like, what else can we do? And what do we do downtown? What can we do to uh, enhance what we already have? We we tend, and it's and it's easy to do this. We tend to be our own worst enemies at times. And that won't happen here. Uh, everybody, everybody. And this is a the, the, it's a retail Cadillac version, but everybody says, "Why can't we get a Trader Joe's here?" Maybe we can. I don't know. Maybe they don't come to cities. Maybe the answer is they just don't come to cities our size. But there's there's got there's opportunities. People are excited. We have property along. By the way, we have property along West Jefferson and Ward Nine that got he's it. developed. Got yeah. It. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Hunter Lake does. I I know everybody. Not everybody. A lot of people alluded to the article. Uh, I think one of the local publications, l- literally the story implied uh, that it's dead, uh, that now the EPA right. has not recommended, uh, I said, no, let's don't do it, that it's dead. Uh, what does that mean that EPA, that's not the final call, is it not, although I'm a little concerned that they may carry a little bit of weight?
0: Yeah, my understand that's not the final call, and I don't know how much time we have, but I'm going to tell a real Take quick whatever. story. Okay, so I graduated from college. One of the first jobs I had, I worked at the Chamber of Commerce and the Economic Development Commission. Mike Bohr was the president. I right. told this story to some others before, but so I apologize if I'm being repetitive. I pulled out, I was got this, I don't know who was there in the office before, I opened up the desk drawer. There was a, a file called Hunter Lake. I opened it up, pulled out this map, thought, wow, this is, it was a detailed map of Hunter Lake. I went into his office and said, when is this going to happen? And he just looked at me. You know, I don't know if you knew Mike. He,
1: I knew him. I loved him. He's a good guy. He, he
0: smiled just a little bit of a smile. Yes. It's hard to get him to do that at times. Yes. And uh, he said, not in your lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, when I first came into office, Mayor Langfelder, one, of one of the first things we voted on, and it was a, I don't know if I'll call it big things, we'll say, uh, was this partnership with the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. And they, if, if it happens, that they would take it over as a retro- recreational area. And I said uh, to him, I said, I will vote for this. However, if we get a decision, I want a public hearing in Ward 9 where we can talk to the residents with your staff there, talk about uh, how much this is going to cost. Because if it's going to double their water rates, triple the water, whatever the number is, it has to go up, right? Because we have to pay for it. Uh, I want them to know uh, how that's going to impact their wallets. And we're not there yet.
1: You know what, uh, and thinking, of Mike Boer, but you know what he had visions about the medical district sure did huh that was his baby he came up with that idea and look that thing is flourishing right before our eyes an integral part of this community the medical community and it's only going to get better I only think. get better yep how are you gonna spend final? How you gonna spend Thanksgiving, my friend?
0: We have about 17, 18 family members and friends over uh, on on Thanksgiving, and uh, we do our cooking on Wednesday afternoon, kind of prepare ahead. and And I'm a, it's my favorite holiday because we all get together and just eat and talk, and and uh, we're able to get together now. It's, it's it's great. It's exciting.
1: This portion brought to you by Silvaggio Silvaggio Steel. Steel. Maybe we'll talk in Mark. <laughs> he might want to go every other week.
0: Well, that's that's his decision. <laughs> we just
1: put the pressure on him. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Thanks Here's for having pleasure. me. He's one of the best. Jim Donlin, Alden Ward 9. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to the NewHoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.